Shalom, brothers and sisters in Yahushua. This is Abba's daughter coming to you guys with the first episode to this new series, Uncovering Prophecy. This particular ser- this particular episode is going to explain to you guys where we are in prophecy. Okay. So, brothers and sisters, we have a lot going on. As you know, we are definitely in the last days. As a matter of fact, we are in the last hour. So, how are we able to tell where we are in prophecy, knowing that we are in the time that things are about to get really, really real, right? So, I remember doing the study on the three days of darkness. There are many people who are having dreams and visions about this event. Um, there are many um, true prophets and prophetesses of the Lord who are also having these visions and dreams. As a matter of fact, you know, I do follow a true prophetess um, of the Lord, a thus saith the Lord prophetess. And she is, you know what I'm saying, very, very, I will say like this, everything that she has prophesied has come to pass, every single thing. So, and the Lord tells us in this word, that's how you know who is a thus saith the Lord and who is not. A false prophet, their claims will not come to pass. And if any of you have followed prophets on online or whatever, and have come across someone who gave you a thus saith the Lord, but yet it didn't come to pass, you know what I'm talking about, okay? So... This three days of darkness is something that, you know, I wanted to find out more about because it was something that was mentioned, you know, back when I was a babe in the Lord and I hadn't heard about it anymore. And then now there's an increase in this event that people are talking about, like people who don't even have the prophetic gift are having these dreams. Okay. So there is definitely warnings going out that something is getting ready to happen. And I don't know if any of you are in tune with your spirit or in tune with the Lord so much that you can feel something is coming. Okay. So in this particular episode, we are going to explain where we are in prophecy. And in the next episode to come, we'll explain what's getting ready to come. Okay. So. Back to what I was saying, while in the process of doing this research, I stumbled across a passage in Malachi chapter 4. Now, brothers and sisters, I've been doing um, studies about the book Revelation for, gosh, a couple of years. And I didn't come to the actual understanding of the the book until recently you know the lord he's definitely pouring out his spirit upon his chosen ones okay and yes i do believe i am one of his chosen i am not being prideful about it but i'm confident in my abba yah you know to the point where you know i know he is definitely doing a work in my life not just for me but for others as well using me as a vessel or a tool to help those of you that need the help you you know to get going and get yourself together on this journey so with my understanding that he'd given me um there was a there was I didn't know. I, I couldn't figure out, you know what I'm saying, when the Great Tribulation started. Was it the seals that started the Great Tribulation? You know, I couldn't figure out. I, I always thought the whole entire book was the, the, the Great Tribulation, right? But 
When I came across Malachi chapter 4, everybody please turn to Malachi chapter 4. All right. Chapter 4, verse. Okay. Chapter 4, verse 5 through 6. Okay. And this is what I saw. It said, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Brothers and sisters, I'm reading this and I'm thinking to myself, I know I heard something about Elijah coming in the book of Matthew. Like I know I read something about that. So I did the research and I went to Matthew chapter 17 verses 10 through 13. Okay. And this is what it says. And his disciples asked him saying, why then say the scribes that Elias must first come? And Yahushua answered and said unto them, Elias truly shall first come and restore all things. But I say unto you that Elias is come already and they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they listed. Likewise shall also the son of man suffer of them. Then the disciples understood that he spake unto them of John the Baptist. Brothers and sisters, that was a breakthrough in my search for the truth of where we are in prophecy. Because what that is telling us is that the same prophetic spirit that was in Elijah was also in John the Baptist. Meaning, in, a, in that same sense, Elijah did come back. Okay? That is the beginning of the countdown. Alright? That is the beginning. So now I'm sitting here like, okay, so now I understand that... Since that time, 2,000 years ago, since that time, we have been in a, you know, some kind of time frame, you know. So, so where are we? What's going on, right? So, I ended up going to Revelation chapter 5. Everyone, please turn to Revelation chapter 5. And I'm reading this chapter, and the first four verses stuck out to me. I'm going to read it to you. It says, and I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside. Sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice. Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven, nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I, and we're talking about John, because John is the one who wrote Revelation. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. So, brothers and sisters, obviously we know that someone or, you know, is supposed to break these seals right but at that moment in time there was nobody available to do such a thing no one at all right but then check this out so if you 
continue and read verses 5 through 6, it says, And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And behold, and lo, in the, in the middle of the throne and of the four beasts and in the middle of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. Brothers and sisters, this passage speaks about Yahushua. Now, I have proof of that. If you go to John... Okay, John chapter 19, verse 30, okay? John 19, verse 30, and it says, <clears throat> When Yahushua therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Hey, brothers and sisters, I do apologize for the um, short intermission. Um, before I continue with this lesson or what, you know, what's going on, I have to tell you guys again, <laughs> Satan is busy, okay? I've been trying to upload this, you know, try to get this, this, this particular episode done for the past almost two weeks. I kid you not. I come into a situation where I have to, you know, help my brother out. But Satan has been using my brother against me, you know what I'm saying, in a sense of distractions, all right? And it's been like this all week long. And brothers and sisters, I, I say this to raise awareness that the spirit world is real. And Satan will use those who are close to you. Or those around you to distract you from doing the work of the Lord, okay? And I just felt like it was important for you guys to see this, you know? It doesn't make no sense for me to start all over and I'm on fire. You know, Satan, he's very busy. So that's something you guys have to understand and look out for is that, you know, Satan will use those you love against you when you are trying, when you are in the process of doing the work for the Lord, okay? So, going back to what I said, brothers and sisters, we just got done reading John 19, verse 30, about the Lord saying, it is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. So, what is finished, right? Obviously, the work that Abiyah set out for Yahushua to do, he completed during the course of his three-year ministry, okay? Every single thing that the Lord sent him out to do, he completed flawlessly matter of fact he was the only one that was perfect in this world from adam all the way up until today the only one who was able to follow the laws of abiyah with no problems i mean i'm sure there were temptations you know he experienced those but all in all he was very obedient to the lord and i'm very thankful because of his obedience we have him as our mediator you know the the, the high priest our our bridegroom you see what i'm saying because of what he has done for us we are in the position we're in today all right so now 
going back to Revelation chapter 5, five you know, verses 5 through 6, it makes sense that he completed that work and he became the one that is worthy to break the seals. So <laughs> when I read that, I was just like, oh my gosh, okay. So the seals have began to be broken ever since Yahushua ascended back to heaven, brothers and sisters. After he completed that work that Abba Yah sent him out to do, he was the only one found worthy to break those seals, okay? So now, we got to go into Revelation chapter 6, all right? So, Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, Luke chapter 21. Those are all outlines of what is to come. And believe it or not, brothers and sisters, it is in sequential order. Okay? Believe it or not, it really is. But now we got to kind of figure out what is Abba Yah saying? What is Yahushua saying? So what I did was I compared Matthew 24 with Revelation chapter 6. All right? So brothers and sisters, if you can turn to Matthew... Oh, there we go. 24 verses 4 through 8. And I'm going to read that to you. Okay. And Yahushua answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Okay, brothers and sisters, that's a warning. That's the first warning. Okay. Take heed that no man deceive you. That's the first thing. Then he said, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. Okay. We got plenty of that going on today with these, these cults. Okay. I've seen a couple of cults that men claim to be Yahushua. Well, Jesus. Okay. But people actually believed that they were the savior, which is beyond my understanding, <laughs> you know, but they're under this great deception. Okay. He said, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Okay? Brothers and sisters, I need you to take note of that particular um, verse. All right? I need you to take note of that verse and the next one. All right? It says, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. Then he proceeds to say, at the end of this, he says, all these are the beginning of sorrows, brothers and sisters. So I remember I had been reading Revelation chapter six about the, the seals. The first four are the horsemen, right? But brothers, if you read, matter of fact, let's all turn to that Revelation chapter six, and we're going to go from one to eight, I believe. We'll just go ahead and start at verse one. So it says, and I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals and I heard as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, come and see. So right there, brothers and sisters, we know just because we know, and I'm going to explain to you, the seals have already been broken. We didn't hear the thunder or we might have heard the thunder and associated it with, you know, 
natural occurrences. You see what I'm saying? But either way, that was a noise. The noise came first, the thunder, as he opened the seals. So now we're getting ready to go into some serious stuff. So he said, And I saw and behold a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow. And a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. So spiritually, brothers and sisters, that has been happening. And it continues to happen, okay? That means, we, like for instance, the Roman Empire or the Byzantine Empire. We've had plenty of empires and dictators and all of that rise up to conquer people, okay? We have the the times, um, where was it, Lord? The, um, oh, Lord, I can't. I'm trying to remember as the, the religious, um, you know, ugh, I don't know why I keep thinking about ice capades. I think that's a group or something. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. I'm trying to remember exactly. It was like religious wars or something where they were trying to force Christianity on people. And if people did not convert to Christianity, they would kill them. You guys know what I'm talking about. I can't think right now, but you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Those situations are the same thing. They're conquering, right? So then we go to the second seal. And he says, And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. So here we have um, this red horse that is, he is the, the rider. He is the one of chaos, okay? As you can see, we're killing each other. There's wars, chaos everywhere, no peace, right? So that's what he does. Then the third horse is the black one. And he said, I beheld and lo, a black horse and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hands. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see you hurt not the oil and the wine. So, as you can see now, the balances, the balances means like, you know, judgments or, um, obviously balance <laughs> but you're looking at the monetary system you're looking at people working for a whole entire day just to feed their families i mean as you can see things are really unfair when it comes to situations like this in the world right so the fourth seal talks about a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death and hell followed him okay so now it's saying and power was given unto all four of them over a quarter part of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and with the beasts of the earth. So, it doesn't say that these seals are closing back up. No, these seals are open and they remain open. So, brothers and sisters, if you look, this is happening all over the place. You have pestilences, famines, all kind of stuff. And when I read this, I remember, oh my gosh, it says that in Matthew 24. In Matthew 24, verse 7, it says exactly that. Verse, matter of fact, 6 through 7, it says exactly that, brothers and sisters. And the Lord put it on my heart as a revelation that that means these seals have already been broken. So then I looked at the fifth one, and it said, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of Yah and for the testimony which they held. 
and they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true? Dost thou not judge and avenge our blood for on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season, until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be filled. You guys, we have, there's plenty of people throughout history who has been martyred for believing in the Lord. For having the truth, you guys. This is no new thing. So the Lord put it on my heart that we are in between the fifth and the sixth seal. Because remember, I was talking to you guys about the three days of darkness. So in the sixth seal, when they break that, there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became as blood. That has not happened yet. Which means that is getting ready to happen. So, brothers and sisters, the main point of this particular episode is to inform you on where we are in prophecy, okay? The next episode is going to talk to you about the sixth seal and what is coming, okay? Because, you guys, if you have not gotten your, your life right with the Lord, if you have not done what you were supposed to do for Abiyah, all I can say is that you need to get right with him. That's the only thing I can say. You need to come to the truth. And here is the truth. Those churches out there have lied to you. The true children of Israel are us. Those of us with melanin in our skin. Okay? We are the true children of Israel. We are the true Hebrew Israelites. All right. And what other lie is there? Oh, some people that call themselves Jews or whatever you want to call in Israel. Those are not really the Lord's children. And it says so in Revelation chapter two, verse nine and Revelation chapter three, verse nine. It says it clear as day. OK. If you guys believe in a lie. You will not make it to heaven. And I'm being honest with you. You can say what you want about me being insensitive or whatever. Say what you want. But that is the truth. If you do not believe the truth. If you believe in one lie. You will not make it to the, to the Lord. Period. The Lord said that the road is wide. For those, you know, many go there. Many go to hell. Because they choose to believe lies or they choose to not do what the Most High has called them to do. The only way to make it to heaven is if you do what Abba Yah calls you to do and you believe in the truth. Period. There are some of you out there who have these weird practices. You need to stop because that is not of the Most High. If it is not biblical... Regardless of what you believe, if it is not biblical, you are in violation. I stress this to you all because, you guys, what's getting ready to happen is not no picnic. What's getting ready to happen is going to show you who you are in the Lord. The sealing of the 144,000 is coming with the sixth seal being broken. I guarantee that because it says it in the word. Revelation chapter 7. We are right before the sixth seal being broken, you guys. And it's going to happen very soon.
So stay tuned for my next episode. It's going to explain to you guys what's going on and what to do. Um, I pray that this has been an eye-opener for most of you. I pray that you guys can see the truth and come to the truth and understand it and accept it. All right? So with that being said, I love you all in Yahushua, and I will talk to you guys soon.